0: The Mel Gedroyd Podcast. Hey there, it's Mel G, and this week on The Old Podcast, we're going to be talking about all sorts of things, including cinemas that make you rant. Yeah? There are certain cinemas that make us rant. We're going to be doing squirrel voices. We've got some great squirrel characterisation for you to listen to. Plus, we shall also be indulging in a little bit of Snog Marry Avoid. Have you played that? It's really good fun. I know, you might be thinking, oh, yeah, that's really quite obvious. Yeah, it is a little bit of an obvious game, but it is so good when you get involved. If you like a bit of that, then you can listen to more of that every Saturday lunchtime from 1 to 3 on Magic. There'll be more chat and some cracking good songs thrown in for good measure. Lovely to see you, Bert.
1: Great to see you. I, I I love your outfit today, Mel. You've got a kind of like a uh, milk tray type dark um, kind of spy assassin thing going on. I'm liking it.
0: Slightly elite.
1: It is a little bit elite, yeah.
0: And there's a little gold button on the cuff motif.
1: Now, do those buttons work or are they just for show? They're just for show. I love them just for show. I feel like it's a a kind of an indicator of your rank if you were on a ship.
0: What, like pips?
1: (laughs) Yes, exactly.
0: I've got three pips.
1: I have no pips.
0: I'm the Colonel-in-Chief today, Bush. No, Um, you have no pips at all. Have you got any pips at all? Let's have a look. No, you're woolly. I'm pipless. You're woolly, you're cuddly. (sighs) It's very January. I'm loving it.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Good. Now, Bush, uh, I went to see uh, the film La La Land Oh. this week. Have you seen
1: Do you know what? Interesting story. We tried to go on Sunday uh, of last week and absolutely full. Completely booked out.
0: Yeah, we went last uh, Saturday after the show last week Mm -hmm. and it was absolutely shocker. It is very, very lovely. Is it good? Is it It a good film? It is. It really is. I'm not going to give any spoilers. Of course, I wouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. But there is a sort of theme running through it along the lines of uh, sort of that bittersweet nature of relationships. Okay. Ever since I saw that film, Bush... I have had a separate dream about a different ex boyfriend. Oh, my lord. The whole week. It's becoming a thing and I'm worried.
1: So, have they visited you like the ghost of Christmas (laughs) future?
0: Exactly. Exes of (laughs) Christmas past. Wow. And it's, I mean, from real, we're talking from like from way back. Yeah. From like age 13, 14.
1: And there's been a different one come come to the end of your bed each night. Yes. Since La La Land. It's like a weird Craig David song Seven Days. (laughs)
0: Or Solomon Grundy. (laughs) I need some help with this dream issue, Bush, Okay.
1: Why don't we consult uh, one of those dream deciphering websites and see if we can get a handle on what it means.
0: Good. (laughs) Uh, Now, Bush. Yes. The La La Land film that we were discussing, it is very, very lovely. There's a bit where they float up in the air, which is very, very sweet indeed. They float? Yeah, they just suddenly float up in the air because they're so in love with each other.
1: Bear in mind, last weekend you were trying to get me into musicals saying, don't worry Bush, it's going to be okay. I was in Mel's musical workshop. We were in the academy. We are in the academy. Them floating up at the end doesn't help.
0: It's not at the end. It's is just it? randomly in the middle. It's very charming. Is, is it
1: super? They got superpowers.
0: No superpowers.
1: So they got. Are there any lasers? They, um, what's his name? Gosling. Does he fire lasers out of his eyes? Oh well, okay.
0: No, it's all about sort of just the joy of music, the joy of life, the joy of love. But it is bittersweet. I'm not going to give any spoilers. Mm. So, dreaming of exes, Yeah, what does that mean, Bush? Tell me, this has been my dilemma this week.
1: So you, since watching the film, you've dreamt of an ex every single night. A
0: different ex from way, way, way back. Wow.
1: Uh, Well, according to the Dream Deciphering website that I'm on at the moment... uh, ...more times than not, dreaming about an ex doesn't necessarily mean that you're still in love with them. No, I would hope not. (laughs) Often your mind will be revisiting the period of time in your life when you were with this individual. Uh, Your dream is revisiting the feelings and hopes that are connected with your ex. Oh. So it doesn't really give you an answer as to why that's happening. Yeah. but um, There's
0: one that's been featuring quite a lot who has the same name as a very, very famous old snooker player. Okay. And, um... Willie (laughs) Thorne. Exactly. It's Willie Thorne. I went out with Willie for a long time. (laughs) No, it's another snooker player. I don't want, you know, I don't want to just mention his name, you know. Anyway, so this was back in 1983, chum.
1: Ripple, 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 as we go back in time. Okay. Back in 83. So
0: the hopes were my spots going. Yeah. You know, finding a good pair of jeans. Mm. Sort of not, you know, getting through O-levels.
1: Turn up at his house, knock at the door, say, it's been a while, let's have a cup of tea.
0: Don't know where he lives. I'm not going to go loco on that bush.
1: Absolutely, that would be going loco. But
0: thanks for answering my dilemma, that's good. We've sorted that out. You are, in times of trouble, you are oil on the water. I am your rock. You are, man, your rock and also oil. <laughs>
1: Time for the podcast.
0: Oh, I love it when you say those words,
1: Bush. Time for the podcast. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hey. It's it's like time
1: for a bath when you're a kid. Oh. Oh. Bath time.
0: Hey, once a week in our house. Was it? (laughs) Yeah, usually. In the 70s, there were water shortages.
1: I'm thinking old-fashioned barrel being filled up with steaming hot water from the fire.
0: I'd love a bath outside. What? A friend of mine had a bath outside. I'd love that. She had an old tin bath, and she used to fill it up and then get in. She's a bit of a hippie.
1: It's like the start of the fall guy. I'd like to sit in an outside bath with a cigar and loads of soap suds oh. and push a rubber duck along. Oh, wouldn't that be great. man? That'd be so good.
0: More outdoor bathing in winter, Finnish style. <laughs>
1: Is that what they do? Yeah, man,
0: they're all they're all about that. Right. Crack open the pot, my darling.
1: Podcast, put all of these questions written by people in the magic office, Magic
0: Mansions. Here we
1: go, Mel. Come on. Who would you play in the movie of their life? Who would you play in the movie of their life?
0: Ooh. Well, um, I suppose some sort of facial similarity is required. Yes. Do we think? I think so. It helps things along, yeah. doesn't it? You know. Klaus Kinski, mate. Who's that? I've got the teeth and facial expressions of Klaus Kinski.
1: I'm not sure who I know who that is.
0: He was Nastasia Kinski's father and used to appear in very, very, very obscure... Well, actually, not that obscure German films made by Werner Herzog. (laughs) (laughs) Look at the Werner Herzog catalogue of films, and Klaus Kinski features quite a lot.
1: Is it a talkie? A talkie movie? They're talkies,
0: they're talkies, they're sort of 70s. Okay. Kinski, I think I'm right in saying, was not quite all there in the sandwich department. (laughs) Um, And, uh, yes, I think producer Louise is showing a picture of him there. Yeah, I think I'd play Klaus Kinski. He he, he looks a bit sinister, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, he's someone who, who would, uh, like a, a servant who would help you to the door up the stairs with your bags. If you if you broke down in a Hammer Horror movie.
0: You appear at a castle door. Yes. There is Klaus. Yes, there there's is. another one. There's a very special one there.
1: <laughs> His hair.
0: Yeah, Kinski's wow. hair is, yeah. Those strong... eyes as well, the eyes. He's got sort of rather big, froggy eyes and the teeth... Yeah. are phenomenal.
1: Teeth like tombstones.
0: Yes, yeah, very much like yours truly. Oh, now come on. Bush, I'm thinking for you, now who would you be? Oh, hang on. I'm thinking um, I'm thinking someone quite indie and cool, actually.
1: Oh, that's thank you. That's if, nice.
0: I think if there was uh, maybe a film about... <sighs> the Smiths.
1: Oh, that would be so good. You
0: might feature...
1: I would like Maybe I'm the bass player in the Smiths or not, You're not
0: Morrissey. You're Definitely not Morrissey. You're not Morrissey because you, you're, you know, you're, you're too nice for that. <laughs> 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 Sorry, that was a bit mean. No. I, I've never met Morrissey. He's probably lovely.
1: I think he's probably difficult. He's it's a nice difficult. guy but he's probably difficult. Like if you change the language on his mobile to like Turkish for a laugh, I think he'd just find it really annoying. He'd
0: lose it, wouldn't he? He'd
1: be out the band in seconds like that.
0: I think you would be a heavily, yeah, you'd be the sort of key member of an indie band. Yeah. And you sort of turned music on its head.
1: Mel, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. I was thinking you're going to go down the lines of what everyone else normally says to me, that I'd probably be in the movie adaptation of the Proclaimers' life (laughs) story, which is what I always get compared to, me and my brother, because we've both got glasses.
0: That's so easy. Yeah,
1: it's too too obvious, isn't it? So
0: ruddy obvious.
1: And when will these movies be coming out? I think they're due for release in uh, summer 2017.
0: Yeah, they're in production. Yeah. no, my, The Kinski movie is a few years off. All eyes very much on the Bushmeister. It's Mel G on Magic. Hello. Hope you're having a lovely weekend. It is time, my friends, for Bush's Red Letter Day. It's the RLD Bush. What day have we got on our hands today? I sense it's something exciting. Oh,
1: no, you're not going to believe this. Saturday, January the 21st, is International Squirrel Appreciation Day. Oh. Did you know it's a whole international day dedicated to squirrels and just how damn good they are? That
0: is adorable. Isn't that amazing? It makes me want to talk in a squirrel voice. Me too, little tiny squirrel.
1: Oh, oh well, I've got a northern squirrel. No. Hello there. Actually, sorry, that's Mark Owen.
0: Oh. That is a lovely little squirrel voice. Hello, Mel. How are you doing? All right. <laughs> you are the David Suchet <laughs> of the squirrel characterisation workshop, which you probably learned at Mel's Academy. Well, I did, thank you very we much. We did a term on oh, darling. We did a term on that, <laughs> didn't we? Yes. Um, now, Bush, listen. National, International Squirrel Appreciation Day. Uh-huh. I'm thinking it's red squirrels and not grey ones.
1: Uh, do you know what? I don't know. Which are the ones that have, like, ruined it for the other one?
0: Grays have ruined it for the reds. Oh,
1: they're always ruining it.
0: Do you know, I don't particularly like grey squirrels. Really? The bit I don't like about them is... Is their thigh. Do you know that bit at the top? <laughs> it's where
1: <laughs> where the
0: where their leg joins the body, there's always a very muscly Yeah. It's full of intent and it's not good intent.
1: So just let me just get this right, just so that everyone's clear, you've got a problem with grey squirrel's thighs.
0: Yeah, I don't like them. <laughs> they're shiny and they're just oof, I don't like them.
1: And it's the muscularity of it. It looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger squatting, doesn't it? Yes. Doesn't it?
0: Yeah. I know what you mean. Do you know what I know what you mean? There's intent there.
1: There is intent.
0: There's intent to harm. So, give me them-var facts.
1: Uh, three facts about squirrels. You ready for this? Oh,
0: always ready for your bush. Fact
1: number one, squirrels are very trusting animals and are one of the very few wild animal species that will eat out of a person's hand. Fact number two, squirrels tend to run erratic paths. Apparently, this is intended to deceive potential predators as to its chosen direction so it may escape. So, so it does a different route home every night so that people can't like, get it and trap it.
0: It's like RoboCop.
1: It is like RoboCop.
0: The head moves in one direction and then the body swerves off and moves the other way.
1: And fact number three, Good. squirrels are extremely intelligent creatures. Oh. Uh, they are known to put on, listen to this, they're known to put on elaborate bogus food burying displays to deceive onlookers.
0: Oh, wow. Pretending
1: to bury their nuts just to throw other people off the scent.
0: that do your squirrel voice again, mate. Come on.
1: I think I might pretend to bury me nuts here, but actually I'll stick them up there. Actually, I sound like Brian Cox, the scientist. In many ways, our universe is exploding and developing all at the same time. He's
0: not. Brian Cox isn't northern, though, is he?
1: I don't know, but he does speak a bit like that.
0: It, no, it's gentler. It's much gentler.
1: Did you know I was the keyboardist in Dream?
0: I'm now seeing him with a red, bushy tail. <laughs> Brian Cox has become a squirrel in my head.
1: I feel very conflicted about whether I like squirrels or I'm not that keen on them at the end of this feature.
0: Red, good. Yay! Yay. Grey, Get out of here. Evil, exactly. Mm. My dearest Bush, how's your week been?
1: Uh, Mel, my week has been a bit fighty. Oh. But I've been trying to put the world to rights. Oh,
0: hello.
1: Well, as I've got older, I I, I, felt, I find myself getting more annoyed with, with stuff, with yeah. modern life.
0: Yeah. Uh, with, where, with, yeah, with little things? Little, tiny yeah. yeah. okay.
1: things that didn't bother me before, but since mm-hmm. I've turned 40, for some reason, uh, they've been winding me up quite a bit. For example, we just talked about it earlier on, I went to the cinema over the weekend, couldn't get into La La Land, yeah. went to watch a different film, but yeah. ended up in the foyer beforehand trying to get me and my girlfriend Katie some food, and they wanted £3.99 for a bag of Revels. Oh. £3.99, Mel, for a bag of Revels.
0: And there are never as many in the bag as you assume there will be.
1: 100%. And they're getting smaller each year, aren't they? Chocolates and stuff oh. as well. So, I, I don't know. I feel like I should say something. Obviously, to, Katie was horrified about my, my little protest in the cinema. But, you, you know, the, these, these bags of sweets are like yeah. a quid if you were to go to your W H Smith's. Smith. So, you know? why
0: don't we... This is it. Why don't we... Have a bit of forethought mm-hmm. and go into a cheaper uh, retailer of such sweets yes. before we go into the cinema with a fifty p bag of rebels. But
1: Are you rebels saying... or
0: rebels? <laughs> Maybe you want some rebels as well.
1: Well, that would be rebellious behaviour. It
0: would be. I'd but like a bag of rebels. A
1: bag of rebels, please.
0: Because Che Guevara and a few others in there.
1: <laughs> I'd be like you'd be smuggling in food, then, wouldn't you? That's in itself. Is is that contraband? Is that not allowed? I don't know.
0: Oh, is it not allowed?
1: I, but that would be another little protest. But I like that, and this is it. I, I feel like at the moment, should you stand up and make a point about these? I feel like I should have said something
0: to the to the purveyor. Yes, you didn't.
1: Of course, didn't, you didn't. Didn't say anything.
0: Just... We don't do. We, we don't do that. We're British.
1: I know. Isn't that bad though? Because I paid my four quid or whatever, got me one pence change back for my bag of sweets, oh. and then just moaned about it for the entire movie and the evening as well. <laughs> I think I should stand up and say something at the
0: time. Okay, so we need to work out ways, Bush, of empowering you... Yes. ...to speak up when the small things in life bite up and bite you.
1: On the bum.
0: (laughs) We'll work on that, yeah? Yeah. Come into the academy, mate. Yeah, (laughs) come into the academy. There's a workshop I can provide you with.
1: Perfect, sign me up.
0: Good, here we go. Come on thinking bush. Yeah. What we've got to do is go into the cinema pre-prepared. Okay. We mustn't get stung. Yes. Yeah? In the future. We go in with a thermos (laughs) or some such for our drinks, for our drinkies. Yeah. I'm thinking a hot brown drink, possibly. Yeah. Or just a bottle of water.
1: Warm brandy, or do you mean like coffee? Coffee. Okay, right.
0: With some warm brandy, maybe. Yeah. We can... We can be like those elite sort of Bear Grylls types Uh and have things about our body if you're (laughs) scared of being busted. Okay. Yeah? We have pre-bought bags of sweets, possibly... On our chests.
1: Maybe like sellotaped around sellotaped our midriff. Sellotaped around. Okay, that's yeah. good. I like that.
0: We have popcorn down our trousers. <laughs> like they did in The Great Escape with the bags of soil, we have bags of popcorn <laughs> that we then release with a mechanism in our waistband.
1: Shake them out and someone Shit. collects them under your shoe. Yeah? Yes.
0: Look, we're going to beat the system, mate. We're going to beat the corporate guzzling system. Would I'm you getting la- to the stage now in a cinema where it's quite a long time for me to sit to sit still. I'd like a full <laughs> first course, second course, third course.
1: Bring your own spread in. Your whole, bring your bring a sp- nice spread. Bring a little picky nicky in. <laughs> yeah? But I, I, don't, I genuinely don't know if it's, like, illegal or not. Is it illegal to, to bring your own food into the cinema? They
0: can't stop you. Can they? Producer Louise is looking like she might have some inside info.
1: Well, my mum and dad, right, my mum and dad were recently asked to leave a well-known coffee shop because they bring their own cakes in because they won't pay the price of the flapjacks. <laughs> <laughs> so they had to, They share a coffee anyway. They share a latte. Share time. a
0: latte. I can sort of see why they might... Because that is essentially a food establishment. Yeah. A cinema... I'm sorry, the last time I... Heard, yeah, was an establishment for going to watch a film. The good food point. is just a little thing on the side, yes, and you should be able to bring your own bush.
1: Yes, okay, well, that's a very good point. I think we have some kind of movement going on here, a good. rebellion.
0: Have we empowered ourselves?
1: Yeah, I feel like I want to get a beret and, and just go and shout on the streets.
0: You, Ruddy, do that. Right, the hand is going, uh, is going potwood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello going to do our squirrel writing. Hello there. I've copied yours. That's really bad. I've You've got your own.
1: I've northerned your squirrel.
0: Oh, hello. Snog, marry, avoid. Oh, God. Piers Morgan, Ed Sheeran, <laughs> Michelle Obama.
1: Oh, my Lord. This is going to pan out quite interesting for me. That's
0: quite interesting.
1: Piers Morgan, Ed Sheeran...
0: Michelle Obama. Snog, marry, avoid.
1: Well, avoid Piers Morgan. F- straight up. Yeah. Um, marry Michelle... Obama, which means I've got a snog Ed Sheeran.
0: (laughs) Um, Now, I'm looking at this now, thinking snog, marry, avoid. Yeah, what would you do? Morgan, Ed Sheeran, Michelle Obama. I think I'm going to have to marry Michelle. Yes. She is rock-solid gold. Yeah, she's brilliant. She'd be an amazing companion. She's funny, she's eloquent, she's bright, she's hot. She is. So I'm going to marry Michelle. Okay. Now, this is tricky. You see, I...
1: We've got a snog and a an avoid left.
0: I really like Ed Sheeran. I feel <laughs> you've snogged him. I don't... I'd, I, I, I'd feel weird sharing yeah. someone with you. We're colleagues, we're friends. OK, yeah. So I'm be... going to snog Piers Morgan.
1: You're going to snog Piers Morgan?
0: Yeah, and I think there, he might. he might sort of dip you in a tango. He might <gasps> do that sort of tango dip. There might be some flourish to his <laughs> snogging, which might be quite good fun. Am, am I wrong there? Uh, I. I don't fancy him. No, I was going to
1: ask: Do you do you find him an attractive man? I
0: think he could. I think he might produce something out of the bag, <laughs> in his snog that might surprise me and entertain me. That's he, why I'm going for snog.
1: He might have some good moves. Yeah. So snog Piers Morgan and avoid Ed Sheeran. I know. Just because I've kissed him, that's so shallow of you. I feel Mel.
0: you've been there. You've been there and that's good and let's let we don't want to post that we the same person. Can't we just hang out together
1: though, it doesn't mean that we have to go in our separate ways. Just I feel like I'm I'm making life more difficult for Ed that you two can't spend time together just because we had one mad night together. You know?
0: I just I just feel we'd we we shouldn't, we shouldn't Mark our territory on the same lamppost, you and I.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is great life advice in general. Yeah? Yeah, all right, fair enough.
0: We should have separate lampposts, mine is Piers, and yours is Ed in this case. (laughs) Okay? Thank you. Deal. Now, you can sense there's a certain steeliness uh, creeping into the voice as I put on my jogpers, my tweed jogpers, and prepare myself for Tell Mel. You can ask me anything. Scarlett, Scarlett, I'm going for an interview next week and I'm desperate to get the job. I'm thinking of making them a cake to win them over, but what would make the perfect cake icebreaker to seal the deal? Scarlett, that is working too hard. That is trying too hard. They will not like you for that. Do not go in with a cake for a job, application, no way. Possibly a smoothie. A kale smoothie with some bean shoots, but not cake. Next. Hey Mel, it's Freya. My other half keeps snoring and it's like sharing a bed with a pig and I lose so much sleep each week because of his noises. Is it wrong to make him sleep in the spare room? Freya, get six corks and sew them onto the back of your partner's pyjama shirt. Sew the corks on the shirt, thus rendering the partner unable to sleep on their back, which creates the snore. It works like magic. Next please. Hi Mel, it's Andy. Next week I'm going to Birmingham on the train with three other people from work who I don't know very well. I'm technically their boss so
1: I feel like I'm responsible for the conversation and getting everyone introduced and chatting. I'm no good at small talk though. Can you give me some good topics I can bring up to start a good old chat?
0: Andy, wear some loose clothing. Wear a loose blues-on jacket and loose trousers. That will loosen up your chat, my friend. I would talk about views out of the window. I would talk about the overpricing of sweets in the cinema. It worked for Bush. And I would also, my friend, talk incessantly about your love of squirrels. Good luck. It'll go very well. Keep us posted. Next, please. There aren't any next. Well done. That was it for Tell Mel. You can ask me anything. Oh, thank you so much for listening to the old podcast. Hear more larks. More larks like that every Saturday lunchtime from One on Magic. The Mel Gedroyd Podcast.